What's up, travelers? I am Dungeon Master Morgan, and this is Mindplay Mondays, a D&D podcast where you can join the heroes of Oxus as they explore the world that floats in the skies. Well, that's what we normally do, but tonight we are jumping into another special Monster of the Week adventure with our very own Kylie as our Master of Games. Now, we hope that you enjoy this episode, but before we get started, I want to send a special shout out to our partners at Underground Oracle Publishing and our partners, Describe. UO Publishing is a husband and wife duo who create fantastic content for D&D 5e. Their creations are a boon for any dungeon master out there. Describe, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B, offers over 7,000 scenes of places, monsters, and spell descriptions, and the list keeps on growing. So whether you're new to the DM hot seat or you're an experienced dungeon master like myself, Describe can help you prep amazing scenes and descriptions for every encounter you can imagine. And on a personal note, I've really grown to love the visuals that they offer. If you're looking to up your scenes at your table, head over to Describe.com and feel free to use our code MINDFLAYED at your next checkout. You will earn 10% off your first subscription payment. I'd also like to share that almost all of our music and sounds are provided by either Arcane Anthem or Tabletop Audio. Now, let's hand the reins over to Kylie and let's get these dice a rolling. Hello, everyone. Uh, I welcome you back to this hopefully last part of our Monster of the Week one shot. Um, one of the things that I didn't mention uh, before, but I want to make make sure I mention now, is that um, I use the Tome of Mystery, which is um, a Powered by the Apocalypse book for Monster of the Week. And I adapted one of the mysteries written by Chloe Sutherland. Now, I didn't take the whole mystery, and it's definitely, if you're familiar with that adventure, you'll, you'll see elements. But I hope that new keepers um, know that it's okay to look at adventures and adapt them, because that's how we learn, um, is tr by trial and error. So this is just my tiny little PSA. And um, I hope that this inspires you to go out and play a Monster of the Week game. Um, I am going to let my fine hunters introduce themselves. Um, and then uh, we'll do a quick recap. I am Morgan with Mindflay Mondays podcast. You can find me anywhere on social media at Mindflay Mondays, except on Twitter. It's at Mindflay Mun. I am playing Arthur King. I'm a monstrous playbook, half human, half archfey. Uh, my name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at Gigawatt Conduit. I'm going to be playing the role of TK, and I'm using a custom playbook called The Action Scientist. My name is Victor. Uh, you can find me on social media at Lumian, L-0-0-M-I-E-N. Uh, and for this Monster of the Week one-shot, I'll be playing Mark Calloway, a hard-boiled detective that got kicked off the Las Vegas Police Department. 
Force. The playbook I'm playing is the gumshoe. Last time we played, we are in Gerlach, Nevada. All of our fine hunters are coming back from Burning Man, which is set in the, in the Black Rock Desert, and they were stopped out right outside uh, because of a terrible fatal car crash. Through a series of various shenanigans, uh, they found out that uh, Gerlach has a sort of an electricity slash light curfew, um, and none of the locals are really worried about it. They all just sort of vibe, and um, they found out um, after visiting Joe's club um, that there was a place for them to stay at the Black Rock Brew House, um, which is run by da uh, Kelsey and Daniel Costa. Um, when they arrived there, uh, through a very silly and ridiculous situation, um, they found out that uh, both Kelsey and Daniel are powerful magic users, and that uh, they're not kidding about electricity and lights being a no-go after 10. Um, we found that out because our uh, gumshoe Mark Calloway's uh, was using his drone, um, which then crashed to the ground, uh, summoning a shadow creature. Um, and then our, our uh, monstrous Arthur King, our action scientist TK, uh, had to fight alongside Kelsey, some more shadow creatures, and were introduced to a terrifying woman in black. Uh, Mark Calloway was slightly hypnotized but was able to shake his head out of it um, and proceeded to fire a shot that grazed the woman in black right before being tackled by Kelsey in a shriek of a child in pain uh, echoed through the night as Kelsey screamed at Mark saying you stupid man what have you done and that is where we begin so Mark you are you are pinned to the ground by this woman who is feral and afraid um what does everybody do? Particularly you, you Mark, you are pinned to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I recall correctly, uh, I had let loose a, a shot uh, from my revolver at this, um, at this figure in black. And uh, when that shot presumably hit this figure, um, I heard a scream, right, from like the upstairs of the inn is correct. that correct yep um yeah 
you mind if I step in? Yeah, no, Arthur, go for it. I think I'm, yeah, if anything, Arthur, I'm stunned at this Arthur, point. After seeing his friend being pinned, or I don't know what you'd call us, friends, acquaintances, <laughs> um, turns to her, and I'm going to attempt to use uh, my mental uh, dominion to tell her to get off of him. So, okay. You know, kind of like, you know, get off of him. Okay, go ahead um, and, and go ahead and roll. So. All right, uh, that will be five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, that's a eight plus, yeah, nine, ten, eleven, eleven, yeah. Okay. So five plus four plus three, that's eleven, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, and um, for mental dominion, is it diminished or anything? In um, if you are dealing with a monster or it doesn't say anything specifically on there oh well, i mean it was it, it says when you're when you gaze into a normal human's eyes well she's probably not normal uh and exert your will over them roll plus charm but for me i don't uh roll plus charm well actually i would with that right because it's exerting my will so it wouldn't be plus three it would just be plus zero which would be a nine so okay no, an eight. Sorry, eight. Yes. Is it? When you, yeah, I don't know. When you gaze into his <laughs> eyes, an extra charm. Now, if I had I, dark negotiator, that would be different because that one lets me make moves on monsters too. Correct. As well, I, as people. I will. This is how I'm going to rule it, because you get the sense that she is of the same monstrous abilities as you that um rather than it being human to human or, or like or, you know fae to human it's fae to fae um instead of it being plus three i will give you a plus one because you're of the same uh background does that make sense right, well I, yeah so wait so i rolled a, a five and four on the die yep so plus one so that's a ten that's, and, that's a ten. And uh, I'm gonna say that it's this. Is, we're just gonna call this a manipulate someone. So because that's a ten, it works without reason. And so she looks up to you, and her she is. When people talk about the Fae, they you know often they talk about um, these beautiful beings, right? Like they're they're. Uh, so they're scary that how beautiful they are, but they also talk about the feralness, like pure chaos magic feral. And when she looks up you up at you, her eyes are a light with green, feral, angry. But she nods her head, and um, sort of not quite rolls off of Mark because she has pinned him to the ground with her with her knees. Um, but like slides off and stands up and brushes herself off and takes a deep um, breath and yeah. looks so at you. I I get three hold, right? With the ten. So can I say exp uh how about you explain yourself so we know what's going on? What did he do wrong? And I'll use the hold on that okay. to try to get her to explain more because how the hell are we supposed to know? We thought we're killing these things. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um <clears throat> sorry. 
I, she looks at you and takes a breath and goes, you are right. My fear overcame me. You do not know the whole story. And if you allow us to go back inside so I can reset the wards, we can have the full picture. I did not anticipate that she would have arrived so soon. But I promise to give everything a clearer picture once we are back I'll inside. I'll extend my hand to uh, Mark on the ground to help him up. I will take the hand. Well, then um, let's head back inside. Should we be worried about her being out here? Because I could stand out here until we get it figured out. I just need to reset the wards. Uh, Very well. And uh, she uh, ushers you all in front of her to go through the doors, the, the door first, um, and she follows behind you. Um, so do y'all go in the house? Uh, yeah, go inside for sure. Yep. Um, you said her eyes is her is her eyes still feral looking? No, no, no. Uh, as soon as she stood up, it was as like things uh, calmed down. Um, okay. Um, kind of want to see if there's something that we're missing here. Like maybe if she's under its control, like you were. Uh, you know. Why don't you? Especially since she's pushing us in first. Yeah, why don't you, you can investigate a mystery. Roll plus sharp. Uh, so. I'll do a two. Six on, uh, uh, I rolled a nine. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. So, uh, so each of you can hold one. Right. Um, and this was well, investigate a mystery, right? Correct. Uh, what is being concealed here? So, uh, what's being concealed is that very obviously it's more than just these shadow creatures. Like, these shadow creatures were easy. Like, think about how easy, like, you, you shot off some, like, magical light and they dissolved pretty much um but it it uh the the lady the woman in black um was much more powerful and um clearly is bringing was unexpected and and brought fear to uh kelsey um and i i think what is being concealed here is that this is a bigger deal than what they that Daniel and Kelsey initially uh told you. Um all right, well there's mine. I think mine would be what can hurt it. 
what can uh uh it as in what the woman in black i'm sorry the woman in black okay so what you saw based off of um the uh brain work please <laughs> she she appeared to be similar to the like shadow creatures mm-hmm. uh, and it was very clear that stuff with light um weakened them or hurt them altogether uh okay. so the uh, but the other thing too that you noticed is that um that shot did hurt it but you did hear a child cry out when that shot hit the woman in black so they're tethered together Uh, okay potentially yeah so all of you go in and she closes the door behind the uh the three of you or and and her and she are the all of you look up and Daniel is at the top of the stairs and he is stoic and he goes we have to reset the wards and she nods and he walks down the stairs and hands her a vial of something she grabs she takes the vial and um uh below all of you uh is a big area rug that you hadn't noticed before when you walked in and she kicks the corner of the rug and it roll starts to roll up fairly easily and she uh, carefully opens up the vial um, and underneath that area rug you see that there are runes uh, carved into the floor of of the of the building and she starts to pour whatever liquid it is into each of the runes um, that is underneath this area rug um do I do I know what this does? What these runes do? Uh you can uh investigate a mystery. Oh no. I rolled a three. <laughs> Plus two is five. Uh so. so go ahead and mark experience for that. Uh you don't know what's going on. Or I would say that maybe um, it's more of she is doing things so quickly, like it is inhumanly quick of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm only half a. She's like full on super saiyan fay. Yeah. <laughs> um, would we know if the Noah like 
if the no electronics rule is still in effect at this point? Um, you could try. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to. Um, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah. Does the does your rule still matter at this point or should we stick to it as much as possible? He takes a sigh and puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, it's not so much a rule as is no electronics work after 10. She hates Anything that keeps people up and and around and awake. And so electric lights, televisions, phones, all these things begin to go on the fritz or break down um, between her just extraneous like whatever parameters that she has decided um, is the correct thing um, and so at daybreak uh, everything works again and he walks over to the um, there's like a, a light switch on the wall next to the staircase mm -hmm. and he flicks it on and there is no power okay and flicks it back off and says, see, it just isn't there. Okay. All right. Well, there goes my plan. But to another point, what is the deal with your daughter and that thing? Because I looked at, because one of us hit it and I could hear your daughter scream. So there's something that you were not telling us. Um. Uh, I want you to uh, convince him to tell you. So go ahead and roll plus charm. And I put my hand on his shoulder too. <laughs> as, a, as help. Because yeah. I have a zero. To... <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> he looks you in the eyes and sighs deeply. And goes... That's best for her to tell. And he walks up the stairs away from you. Um, and she looks at all of you and looks back at Arthur and says, I have promised to tell. Tell the tale. So let, let us all go upstairs. Um, we will light a fire. And I will... I will explain. And she walks up the stairs past you all. Expecting you to at, follow. I look at you guys. Yep. Shrug my shoulders. And I start heading up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I think the curiosity <laughs> that I have is, is pretty much insurmountable at this point. Yeah, you damn investigators always yeah, want to know what's going on. Yeah, I got <laughs> I don't need to know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So um as she crests the top of the stairs, um, it's like Daniel knew exactly what she was gonna do or request, and um a roaring fire 
it's it's set um in a little uh fireplace that's tucked around the corner from where you initially were sort of sitting um you know an hour ago maybe um if that shoot i think we're like i think it's maybe even a half hour it hasn't been that long um but he's set this fire there's uh deep comfortable like chairs and couches and she stands in front of the fire like she knows that this is where she's supposed to stand it's very picturesque it's very like stories around a campfire and she she uh signals for you all to sit Arthur will sit down very smooth. He just kind of glides into the seat and leans back and, you know, puts his feet up on like a little table if there's one nearby and just goes, well, I'm all he is. Um, I think I would let uh, everyone else sit first. I'd rather keep on my feet if I can avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, she, she gives you just the briefest of looks, not like it's not, um, threatening or anything. She takes a breath and, and nods a minute. Um, I think, I think she, she, um, understands maybe sort of your, your feelings right now. She did just like pin you to the ground. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but um, as all of you sort of find um, your spot, she takes her hand and, and puts it just lightly on her lips and, and taps them for a minute and breathes and says, we must first go back. To where I'm from. I, as you have correctly guessed, Arthur, I am Faye. Uh, and I am from Mullingar, Ireland. Or at least, kind of near there. And my calling, for lack of a better term, was to protect the children of the area. Now, you know, humans and their calls of changelings, all of that is nonsensical. We simply wish to care for the children that were lost and left behind. Now, as times have changed, the world has grown more understanding. My job has become harder and harder to do, and I'm grateful for that. But there are still pockets of the world that are cruel and unusual to children. And I found Mallory at an orphanage 
ran by a cruel, cruel woman who, let's just say, did not like her job, but did it because she was cruel. That's the simplest way to say it. And there was nothing I could do at the time, but I watched and I waited. And that is when Daniel came across the situation for he had been traveling across uh, Europe to learn other forms of magic in addition to his own. And well, we saw the magic in Mallory and knew we needed to get her away from situation as soon as possible but we were too late and the magic grew in her and unleashed a fire that burned the orphanage catching this Callaway woman in the fire And with her screams and death, she cursed the dear child. And ever since, we have been working towards finding relief. But despite everything that Daniel and I have done, we cannot seem to be rid of this woman, this woman in black, this Madame Calloway. And every time we try to harm her, Mal is also harmed as well. And so, through trial and error over years and years, we've discovered if we are far away in the in the middle of nowhere there's less harm there's less destruction and we are left to our own devices and she does not or rarely comes around well it seems that she's tired of not being around, even out here in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Um, she was very deeply against anything that even tempted people from breaking the rules. She was a stickler for lights out. And, well... Every year around this time, uh, people are leaving a, for lack of a better term, a raucous party. She does not like that. And so we do our best to protect 
the folks who go through the town, but, well, it, things slip through. And... Well, my yes? My, my, my question is, why haven't you and your husband here found a way to sever the connection between them? I mean, you're Faye, and he's a spellcaster. I would assume that you guys would have found something that might help at this point, because we can't allow that to keep going on, but we don't want to necessarily hurt the girl. But, you know, you, you guys... And I don't mean this as offense. You're not doing a quite bang-up job of keeping people safe. I mean, people are going missing. And people are getting killed. And it's going to keep happening until we sever that connection and deal with the spirit in some fashion. No, you were right. Um, I will be truthful. I... I see the world move differently than you. I have put up wards and protections, and I need you to understand that though Mallory looks like a mere child, the incidents, the events that caused her to be in possession of Daniel and I happened 30 years ago. Is she trapped in a child's body? Is her mind that of a 30-year-old? Or is she child in all aspects due to whatever curse has her held? She is a child in all aspects. The Through my magic, I have been able to warp time in a way to bias time. Because we do not quite understand this curse. And this was my best solution. Well, it seems well, we have a I mystery here to solve. And I think this, yeah, this whole right time, here. yeah, Mark has just kind of been like grimacing because he knows, you know, who this who this person is. And, and uh Is it possible that I have heard of some experiment or something along those lines of like two things being connected to each other over um, long distances? Yeah. So, um, why don't would this be investigate? Yeah, this would be an investigate. Can I assist him? Yeah, you can way? roll to help out. I got a ten. Hold on. Uh, I failed to help. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, mark experience on that help out for failing. But with your 10 anyways, um, you get to, uh, to ask two questions. Hulker. Um, question. I just hit the six experience. Or is it five? Yeah, five. Um, right? Uh, let's roll through TK's questions and then uh, we can yeah. deal with your level up. 
Okay. Go ahead, TK. What are your two questions? Do you know what Calloway wanted to do with Mallory? Oh, um... Wait, what? What was it going to do? That's one of my questions. Oh, what was it, what was it going to do? Yeah, um, sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, based off of your knowledge of curses, mm-hmm. very clearly um, there is a sense that this curse is inexplicably linked between this woman in black and the child. The child is magical. And so uh, you get a good sense that this woman in black wants to punish um, anyone who disobeys or breaks her rules and you get a sense that in addition to the lights and the electricity and stuff like that that she is vehemently opposed to magic or at least the magic the magic of this child because listening to what Kelsey had to say you get a sense that maybe there was some serious like child abuse happening right. directed towards her. And so uh why would she be um why would she be focusing her abuse towards one particular child who ex- exhibiting magical tendencies? To go along with that, what can hurt it? Um, or is it just literally just the child? Do you mean like what can hurt the creature or this the connection? Uh, probably the connection. So, because uh, didn't I ask earlier what can hurt it already? Yeah, or you you. Maybe was, but yeah. the question is, did you share that with TK? Um, but if you mm, are sure. if you are asking about what can hurt the connection between. Uh, the woman in black and the child. Um, your 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 agency has done some experiments, and it requires some magic, so um, or or like a um some sort of of uh, um like a you ha- there there has to be some sort of thing that severs the connection and it can be magic it can be um an adaptation of whatever uh kelsey is is currently using to uh ward the building like maybe there's a way that you can adapt what she's doing to um magnify it and act as a severing agent um yeah that's what you can suss out. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was it. I didn't have anything else. Okay. Yeah. That, the, the, well, okay. 
Sorry, I'm I'm think I'm thinking of ideas. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, she, um, is standing in front of the fire. Her arm, her hands, or arms are displayed in a way that like she is asking basically for help. Of she, right. she's she's doing her best. Is there some way to maybe? through like a ritual or something to where we can, I don't know, make the connection appear magically and then find some way to, I don't know, break the connection. Sever it somehow, yeah. Could you put a rune on your daughter? She contemplates that for a moment and goes... I have never tried that. It is very, it is a very tricky thing, runes. Um, but that doesn't mean that we cannot try. I have heard of shows where people get runes tattooed on their body, which Act effectively act as wards, and since tattoos are permanent, right, could be worth a shot. Yeah. Do any of you tattoos? I, I've never done a tattoo. Well, even if we just did temporary markings until we could find an actual tattoo dark. artist or yeah. that. But would the rune sever the connection, or would it just protect her? I was thinking I that we the... won't know until we try. Well, yeah, that too. But what you said about like seeing the connection—that would also help us. Well, I mean, it, it only helps if we have a way of, you know, breaking the connection. And even then, if we break the connection, to be fair, we have no idea what will happen. You know, uh, so perhaps we put a ward of protection on the girl. You know, something that will protect her from any magical backlash. And then perhaps from there we look into trying to summon forth the connection itself between her and the spirit and then cut it. I mean, maybe I could use my sword if I make it magical again to sever it. I don't know if that would work. I don't. <laughs> if we, this is uncharted territory for me. If we did a water protection around your daughter, Daniel or Kelsey, about how long do you think it would last? Um, probably twelve hours would be my best guess. How long would it take you to make such a thing? Well, with your assistance. Maybe a, mm, and she looks over at Daniel and he sort of half smiles and uh, <laughs> gives a, a one of those chuckles that like you get or like that you do when you, you're not trying to be cocky, but you're, you're like, you know, your skills. And he, he taps his chin and goes. With the with your help, probably 
four hours to prep, um, an hour to do the ritual, and then, yeah, 12 hours of protection. Yeah, that seems about right. Okay, so... It's, you said it's 10 o'clock right now, right? Or not long after? Yeah, it's probably, at this point, it's probably 10.45. So I'd be like 3.30 by the time we all got said and done. All right. By the way, Mark. Is Mark injured? Um, I... I, feel like he, I feel like he was. Yeah, yeah, Mark got one, has one... One harm. Harm. You only got one? I got one, too. I thought you had more. No, it was nothing too crazy. Oh, I have two. With the I harm do have two. I had two. Okay, well, if you have two, I would attempt to try... I would probably see you bleeding or whatever. Mm. I would attempt to try to heal you through magic. Because okay. I was looking at the use magic. It says you can heal one harm from an injury. So, okay. seeing that you're busted up from that last conflict if it's okay with Kylie I'd like to try to yeah heal him up a little please, bit please please do all right that's actually really good Ooh. Ooh. I had had a couple bad ones in a row now I got a good one so that'll be uh 9 10 11 12 so I would heal one harm of him okay perfect and it says, oh, on a 12, you can add some other benefit if you want. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, do you have advance on your magic? Yeah, I got, I got a 12. No, no. Uh, so advance is, um, you have to level up to get that. Oh, wait. Oh, you mean like if you're advanced levels? Gotcha. Yes. No, I don't have that. So, so then it would just be the. Yeah. Without without issue, yeah. Okay. Got you. Speaking of the leveling up. Yes, um, please do. I I would just take just so you know, I'm going to take another monstrous move. Okay. And I'm getting the uh, dark negotiator. Okay. Sounds. Maybe that. I mean, he's he's a manipulator. That's what he does first. It was either that or immortal. Yeah. No, oh, that is, yeah, that's fine. Okay, um, so, uh, Daniel looks at, uh, the, the three of you, and says, "Well, Mal is sleeping, and is comfortable after what just happened." We are safe now because Kelsey re-upped the wards. So if you feel comfortable, we could all sleep without fear. And speak in the morning if you want. You all have your rooms, and we can rest easily. 
I think at this point there's nothing for, for us to do but wait until we can make a move. Yeah. Should we? I know they said we're safe. Uh, this is this is be between us, mm. you know. Like kind of as like we're winding down between us. I know they said we're safe, but clearly the wards didn't hold the first time. Mm. Should we perhaps set some sort of watch, at least over the girl, to make sure this spirit doesn't just you know harm her any more than overnight? Or do you think do you think that they're they're right, and that we're fine. It wasn't the problem with the wards last time was his drone. That's fair. Fair. On the other hand, we can't be too careful. True. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't hurt. Well, you could. Well, I'll let you when you take the first watch. Not that, me. I will go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think as that as that happens, I'll just like watch them both like you know go off to bed, and I'll just <sighs> I might go sit down in the sitting room and just wait for a couple hours uh, just to make yeah. sure I don't hear anything. Yeah, no, that's. Fair. I'll, I'll open the door. Open the door. So you can wake me up next if you wish. Mm. All right. So um, as TK and Arthur go to their rooms, um, Mark, you find yourself... Um, are you where the fire is? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Okay. So as you are sitting there, um, uh, Kelsey uh, moves to sit across from you. And she looks... She looks at you and says, what is the connection? I've been looking at you all evening. What is the connection? I think, um... I think when we first saw the the woman in black, uh, I think I asked, like, do I recognize this entity or, or something along those lines? Mm -hmm. And I if if I recall correctly, the answer was that I that I didn't. But I had a I feel like I had at that point, and then. Um, even once, uh, uh, it was confirmed that we shared a last name, I had a sneaking suspicion, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the connection is that I knew this person, right? Like, I think the connection is that, uh, my, you know, she was, uh, uh, an aunt who would care for me from time to time. Um, and maybe even through like repressed memories that I am not fully even, you know, maybe I'm not even fully aware of, but, um, the, uh, uh, 
right like the the repressed trauma is something that i felt uh without even having to like think about it right yeah um so <clears throat> i think um i think i'll tell uh um you know i think i'll tell her that you now i suspect that I suspect this Callaway woman was an aunt or or some distant family member. Uh, yeah. But I but I felt that I recognized them even before I it was confirmed. Yeah. And she she looks at you in her her eyes. You notice that when her when her eyes aren't lit up with the like magic green, they mm. are like a hazel. And she holds out her hands and goes, "Can I? Can I look? Only if you say yes. But can I look?" Ah. Uh. I've never trusted the Fae, but don't tell me anything I don't want to know, and then I'll and then I'll let them uh, like read my palm. So, she takes your hand softly, and she uh, it's like a it's not a sharp intake of breath. But it is mm. definitely one that you you take notice of. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Oh, my my dear, dear man, you do know her, and you requested not to know more." No, I just thank you for that. Say, you are safe here as well. The wards will protect you too. Yeah. If I am blood related to this thing, is there any chance that my blood could hold power over it? If you are willing, blood of the kin does hold power and could sever the connection but only if it's freely given and only if there is no fear and she goes i will let you sleep on it because it is I'll a yeah. Correct a half smile because that's exactly what I was gonna ask for. I making that decision rashly. I don't know that I could do it without fear in earnest. So give me until the morning to to decide. She nods her head and goes, "Well, I will leave you here." You are safe, but I do know that you and your companions have 
opted to be lookouts for my dear child, and I appreciate that. So rest easy. And she gracefully gets up and moves um, down the hall away from you. Before and she's, before she, like, w like once she gets up uh -huh. uh, uh, and, like, uh, she's, like, walking away, and I'll just say one more thing. Uh, yes. Do you mind if I smoke in here? <laughs> My I'll just, God. Kind of, kind of look, kind of look up and crack a half smile, and I'll open the window if that's all right. Yeah, she, she laughs and nods her head, and she, uh, moves her hand in a gesture. And then says, you can, and then walks away. And you realize that as you, like, light up your smoke, that mm -hmm. she's sort of created, a, a like, a light wind funnel that, mm. like, draws the smoke um, towards the chimney of the fireplace so that it's, like, directional. <laughs> Perfect. And, uh... Yeah, you are there uh, to your thoughts. Yeah, I think I'll just, uh, you know, I'll wait a couple, I'll wait a couple hours, uh, and uh, you know, I'm no, I'm no stranger to uh, stakeout, right? So this yeah. is uh, not a problem. But once I'm, uh, once I'm good and ready to go to bed, I'll, I'll go wake up Arthur. Okay. Are you waking me up now? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't know that I have anything else I need to, you know, like, I, I'm just going to, to you know, be pensive, uh, you know, and, and stare out the window, unless something happens, uh, Kylie. But, yeah, I think uh, we can fast forward to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take my shift. And same thing. If there's something to explore, then fine. If not, then I'll. Yeah. Wake up TK when when it's over to send him out on the last shift. All right, yeah. I will go on my shift. Um, just sit down, have my gun in my lap. You, you will notice that when you get up, there is like a couple cups filled with alcohol that I had been drinking. <laughs> I was awake. You enjoy the pleasure of alcohol. Oh my god. I'll put those cups away and then <laughs> I'll sit and keep watch. Yeah. And so um I imagine that your watch is um as the, like it ends as the light um comes up and as that's happening um the sudden sound of the electricity kicking on Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, there, like, electricity does give off a, like, hum. Um, and when it's not there, when you suddenly hear it, it's very distinct. Um, and as soon as the, that, that hum of the electricity kicks on, Daniel comes down the hall and looks at you and goes, Are you a coffee drinker? T 
tea drinker. I'm about to make breakfast. Uh, I like milk. And what's for breakfast? I'm making some waffles. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end this uh, bit of uh, this portion of the adventure. <laughs> hey, travelers, I am Morgan, your master of games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Join us every other week on our new schedule to see what happens next. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow dice throwing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great night.